0: Hi everybody, welcome to episode 29 of uh, Satellite 664. I'm uh, one of your three co-hosts, Kaz Tag and as always I'm joined by Steve Lutby-Newhouse and Paul Lindop. Hi gentlemen.
1: Hi, welcome. to for your
0: sandwich. Look, uh, we'll keep this short. This is part two of our London a London tour of Vine Maiden sites episode. Um, so we, there's just so much to talk about on, on this episode. So instead of uh, subjecting you all to a you know, a, a, a marathon uh, episode, we thought we'd do this in two and um, uh, basically go 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 into you know d- discuss the sites sort of separately. So um, here we, we are.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. See you soon.
1: Kingsway. Um, Kingsway Studio, from what I remember, was um, in Holborn, somewhere down uh, Kingsway itself. But I cannot for the life of me remember where. It was in an underground car park and the studio was tucked away in the corner. So, yeah.
0: for everyone, Kingsway Studios, where the debut first. Yeah, debut album was recorded. First album was recorded, yeah.
1: 1980, yeah. From um... uh, looking at um, yeah, information on the studio, from what I can work out, it was originally owned by a guy who um, who edited French, French movies. So it was obviously like a, a sound studio, or like a film studio as well as sound. Um, and that was part of to his family. Um, like when he pass away. I was under the impression, according to Bruce's book, that the studio was actually owned by uh, Ian Gillen, but I can't find anything to, to, to prove that.
0: Look, obviously we'll talk about the f- debut album in a separate episode, because something we've wanted to do for a while, but just briefly, tell us about the studio. Tell us about what you remember, about the imagery of the studio, as the band were recording that first album?
1: Because I always thought it was really, really
0: small.
1: I mean, the actual um, sound desk was in a a, a room facing a wall. It was not like you had a, a huge window on the other side so that you could actually see what was going on in the studio. The studios themselves were behind the mixing desk. So, to me, it just, it was a pokey little hole. I'm sure, it, again, this has been discussed many, many times, but if it hadn't been for Wilma Lone, I think the album would have actually sounded brilliant.
0: Yeah, you you just wonder yeah. if uh, Martin Birch had actually been at the helm, that- Well, that, again, we can touch on that when we do the album. Yeah, I think so, Look, we won't- It's a piece, of piece that we, we really not to talk about soon. it. All right, now, getting into more Oh, I my, we're getting some of the more recent stuff. Um oh, look, we we just have to talk about the Mecca that is uh, uh, you know it's, it's an Iron Maiden site in London. That is the old Hammersmith Odeon, which is now called the The Apollo. The Apollo. Even Apollo. Now now yeah. um, you guys are a unique position because L- Loopy You've worked at the venue, and not with, and not yeah and not just <laughs> yeah. with and not just with uh, maiden, let's say you've worked with a whole array of artists um yeah you know quite a, whole, quite yeah, a, few. Quite a few you know and, and and some acts that are quite polar opposite to maiden, you know spanned ballet um you know Duran Duran I mean, just, just as the list list goes on, but so he I mean, Sorry? What I'm going to have to do one day is actually write it down um,
1: and post it online somewhere because as you said, the list was endless. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, as you said, not only Maiden, but but one, one of the ones that really stands out um, or sort of sticks in my head was Gary Newman. Now, um, Gary Newman at the time had um, just got his pilot license and he decided that, that um, he was going to fly around the UK. And we got a message saying that um, uh, Gary Newman's running late and we're all going, so he had an accident in his plane, he's going to try and land on the roof. You know, it's just uh, he eventually turned up about an hour late,
0: but I, I can't remember for the life of me what the reason was. So, so, yeah, so. so Loopy, uh, so, so I mean, you've worked at the at Hammersmith, and Paul, you as a fan went to arguably some of the most important shows the band ever did in their career at that venue. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Loopy, what was it like? What sort of venue? How did you find working at the venue? What did you like about it?
1: What did you I love like? that place. Sorry? I I love it. It was um, easy to get to because at, uh, at the time I was in either Romford or um, or Barking or uh, Forest Gate. They're all on the on the uh, district line. So apart from Romford, but Romford, um, you got the overhead train into uh, Liverpool Street, and then you just get one train. You take you all way right out to Hammersmith. Um, and then you come out of the station, and first thing you do is you go backstage. So you walk down past the Duke of Cornwall, round the corner, and the backstage door was always open because either Tony or, um, or Mark, two people that, that sort of run the place, were always there early. And um, if it was always, it's one of those things where uh, we had a guy called Irish John, who lived in Shepherd's Bush, which is literally just down the road. He was the closest person to that venue, but he was always the last to turn up. And I often wondered, like, how, how does that work? You know, I just travelled for an hour and a half from the East End and got there first. And I, I was always there early. Uh, but, um, the, uh, go in the back door and there's a ramp down to the stage so of course cool, so, you know, it, it just, you just you can get a truck driver to actually back his truck all the way around but I mean, it used to come in at an angle as long as you could get the ramp out from underneath the truck and pull it up to the truck you had no problems this stuff came straight off, off, of, his, off of his trailer down the ramp onto the stage and then empty boxes were wheeled back out, stored outside until the truck was empty. And then empty cases load back on the trailer and you go off and park up.
0: What, what do you think <coughs> of the acoustics of the place? I uh, never really thought about
1: it, but uh, I, mean, like I did uh, spotlight, I mean, I used to operate spotlights there quite a lot. And it always very good. It always. Yeah, yeah from. from you know, being a fan of the gigs, the sound was always good in it. yeah. Because it was an old cinema, it's, the sound just was excellent. Every, every band I've ever seen there, I, the sound's been so good. I think the only other place I think I've seen in London, made in London, which comes close, was Bookstone Academy. The point is, because it's got a really, really high ceiling, if, mm. if there was no one in there and you stood um, at the audience and clapped your hands, that echo up in the roof, and the ceiling would go on and on and on and on mm. and how they ever got around that, I don't know. No, no. I I was there in 2007, Brookston, and uh, the sound was uh, unbelievable. It was so good. But going back to Hamilton, I mean, yeah, so... uh, would have been the Rainbow Theatre. Rainbow that was... Uh, yeah, ah,
0: the Rainbow Theatre. Look, we'll, we'll get onto that in a moment. Um, Paul, what was, a, what was your favourite gig you saw at Hammersmith?
1: I'm going to say 86. Wow. But 84 was superb.
0: Were you there the night? Oh,
1: am sorry, mate. The only, 80, reason, we... the only reason 86, I would say, was better is because we actually had the, the Big Eddie come up where 84 we didn't. There was no big Eddie because he couldn't fit in there apparently. He was too big. Um eighty three was really good. Eighty two, yeah. Eighty eight was excellent as well. But I, my favourite I would say was eighty-six,
0: yeah. What was the vibe what was the vibe at the Hammersmith gigs like? Because I mean these days it's this this vast chasm of playing at the London O2 with 20-odd thousand people there. What was the The, point and atmosphere The thing about atmosphere
1: was that you were given um, tickets, uh, which allocated you to a seat. You can guarantee, as soon as Maiden or most bands went on, that didn't apply. Everybody stood up and rushed forward. You know, so instead of like having a seat at the front, with like sort of maybe a two foot gap to the front of the stage. That was instantly filled there you know, three deep, mm. and it's um, yeah, it, the atmosphere there was was brilliant all the time. Mm. Unless you're doing a, unless you're doing something like a comedian. I mean, I, I did a couple of shows there with Ben Elton, and um, very very funny show. we sat down the whole way through it. And I, I very rarely saw
0: that. Paul, in 84, were you there the night they were recording live after death or were you there on one of the other nights?
1: No, yeah, I was there, yeah.
0: yeah. Did you Definitely. know that they were recording that night? No, no. So they they, they not, until, came... not until Not until the live album came out, no, no. So they not didn't tell all. anyone? No. Not well, at all. no. Surely someone would have known whether the, the, the trucks being sort of parked on the side there.
1: (laughs) Never noticed, we just got there, got in the venue, um, used to go in the front doors and as you went in, they had the merch booth, merch stands at each end, then you had a big, it was a big downstairs foyer and then you looked up and there was the hole in the ceiling for the upstairs bar where people just used to look over at people coming down, (laughs) coming in. Um, So we used to just get in and get a t-shirt and Get our seat because I, every Hammersmith show I went to, I was on the balcony where we, we, you know, we stood. But you had seats where we downstairs it was all standing, Mobile Motion was.
0: And you but would have I been there in two thousand five when they. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that? Yeah, that would have been real sense of homecoming, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, it was a few days after the Reading Festival, wasn't it? So. Yeah. They did that one. Yeah, that was that was a great show. And that um, I think that sold out was sort of record size. It was fan club only, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was really good. But I didn't manage to get a t-shirt because they just went. So I was luckily enough they did a reprint. And if you sent your ticket in for the show, um, they, you, you got a shirt as well. Yeah, because they, it they just went within about five minutes and the doors opening. That's brilliant. I would. Yeah. I would. Um, Going back to the um, back to the other thing you've saying about you know, not noticing the truck. Yeah. Now the truck would have been pulled down um opposite the stage doors down the down the, the right inside. Um, but there's always security. But the barrier, and the, you know, if you try to go and be nosy, the security goes. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Hmm. yeah we tried a couple so, of times. That's a black pass to get through.
0: That's
1: why we always went round the back by, by the Duke of Cornwall, because hmm. yeah, we had access to like, the stage there for a the start, um, but there's also a side door that
0: we used to sneak in and out of. after the Hammersmith gigs, sort of, you know, uh, back in the day, did the, did the band used to go to a particular pub and celebrate after the show, or did they just used to go home into their respective homes?
1: Um, nine times out of ten, they would have gone home. Unless it was in to a party, in which case they'd have something laid on. You know, they'd, they'd sort of jump in their cars or jump in limos or whatever and go off to, say, like Putney, you know, just go to a club or something. Yes, but, um, yes, yes. No, I've, I've, got got, the, ten, go home.
0: I've got the invitation to the uh, 86 end of UK end of UK tour party I can't remember the venue you, you remembered remember I mean I could fetch, fetch it out but it's i probably put my back out turn, so. <laughs> I
1: did a bit of research I think from 80 to the last show he did there in 2005 I think they played there 24 times
0: that's right yes 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 yes
1: I think the first two were on the Judas Priest British Steel Tour
0: 1980 yes yeah and then obviously
1: after that it was their own shows yeah.
0: so, i yeah. would love more than anything, if i could throw a coin in the wishing well i would love to see maiden play that venue again especially imagine yeah I'm, I it mean,
1: was I'm... great also i saw i saw other bands there so well. I, I saw acdc there wow. uh wasp um, headless
0: children that would yeah, have been yeah headless children that's... tour Say so that again, sorry? That would have been the Headless Children Tour in 89, wouldn't it? Mm,
1: it? No, it was before that.
0: Inside the Electric Circus? I think
1: it was Electric Circus yeah. Tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Maria was the misplaced childhood tour I so, saw uh, And I saw ACDC in 2003, when it was reopened as the Carling Apollo, and the first show was ACDC, and you had to apply for tickets online, and I managed to get two. And me and my mate had to queue up in the day to get the wristband, and then come back in the evening for the show. And then people were there when we were queuing outside, offering us like five hundred pounds for the ticket, because they were desperate to get in, they couldn't get.
0: Amazing, amazing. And it's in a really nice part of London, isn't it? It's a very upmarket, quite prestigious part um, of London, is it? Or is it? Or not? Kind, kind of, it? yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry, I'm talking about Hammersmith. Yeah, well, so,
1: yeah, yeah, it is. But but one way of Shepherd's Bush, the other. Um,
0: yeah, because I mean, you've got Chiswick sort of around the corner. Yeah, and you've
1: got yeah the you Shepard's come from Chiswick and way. you go and come round on the A4, <clears throat> and then just as you're going up where the flyover is, you do a left from where I'm coming from, you know, coming into London that way. And then back underneath the flyover. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, of,
0: of course.
1: There's it's also, a, also just another... Just and just go home and, yeah, you're back in a couple hmm. <laughs> there's, there's another bit of Hammersmith trivia as well. Yes. That the original Beast over Hammersmith artwork has never resurfaced since 1983. Oh,
0: tell us about we this found artwork. Totally. we found half of
1: it, myself and Rasmus, between this, but we can't find the original artwork for the, what was supposed to have been video, the concert video, that was then scrapped, and they brought video pieces out instead. Now, back in 83, they advertised the beast over Hammersmith with the original Derek Riggs artwork, and that's been lost ever since, and like I said, we found half of it, so it shows half of the Eddie part from Paul. Which, from memory, because I remember seeing it, was Eddie standing over the Hammersmith Odin and the flyover. And it was that specific painting for that release that, was, that never came out.
0: I never knew about this artwork. I would love to see
1: Oh, I, remember seeing I, I, it. I remember it, I remember it, and I I've seen spoke to to Keith, Keith about it, and Derek Riggs, and yeah, it, it existed in exactly how we all remember, but no one knows where that is now.
0: So, so would, would Rasmus have a, like, a photo of it, or? Rasmus has
1: got, Rasmus has got what I've got of it, where I found it on a online forum to do with um, EMI releases back in the day, you know, in the 80s. And it was advertised in leaflets and magazines. And I found, and it shows half of the picture, but the rest oh. of it is not there. And I sent that to Rasmus, and Rasmus has got that as well. So oh. we're, we're still oh. hunting
0: for it, so we can find we'll it. We'll have to show that. That is in, insane. That is, I'd never knew this. There was, yeah, and there's another one where it's like
1: a generic picture of them on stage, and it says the beast at
0: Hammersmith
1: Hall, that's, um, that's just a generic picture of their life, but the actual proper artwork has disappeared for, this is yeah, since 83.
0: I just love the, how these things just come, this is what I love doing what we do on this show, you just, just talk about things and you, know, you learn things that you didn't know. Uh, It's great. Look, we could talk about Hammersmith just all night. um, But uh, let's keep going on unless someone's got anything more to say about it. Um, Where where, where are we going next? Uh, Battery Studios. Is there much Mm. to say about Battery Studios other than the fact um, that a certain number one album was recorded there? And a lot of things went wrong. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I was there for the we call them Killers.
0: Ah, I'm uh, sorry, Killers was there too, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, other than that, what I remember of the place was um, just, I just remember the room where the band set up with a soundproof door in the centre of the, uh, the room, so you literally wheel your stuff in, you set it up, you wheel your cases out. Um, and then through, uh, through the side door from the studio, you um, come into the, uh, the control room and the desk was set up sideways so that the windows were to your right and the desk was over in the corner and, and there were just racks and racks of electrical things, I don't know. Um, Quite a, quite a small studio, from what I remember. Um, but it's not the studio that you find now. The battery 2. You can you can find that quite easily on the, on the uh, on Google Maps.
0: So Loopy, if somebody wanted to go to the original site of battery, it's no longer there. It's oh, um, so no longer there. All right, but where where would one go? to at least see the, the, where it was.
1: The building. Um, go back to uh, Wilson.
0: Surely the building's there.
1: What I remember from where the studio was, it's literally in the same road as the studio is now. But, but all they've done is sort of moved it 200 yards And it's now on a a bend, it's one Banbury Street or something, I can't remember. Um,
0: No, Banbury Street, that that was where they had their oxies, wasn't it? Doesn't matter So so it's in Willersden, you said? Yeah,
1: Willersden. Yeah, Willersden, that's north. North West,
0: yeah, north West London. North West
1: London. North West. West.
0: All right.
1: It's Wembley way, isn't it? Yeah. That's the easiest way. Everybody knows Wembley, so (laughs) it's sort of that way, yeah.
0: Excellent. Um, is this, now the, we actually touched on it before, but let's touch on it again. The Rainbow, so that a famous, um, a famous VHS video was recorded at the Rainbow yeah, from that gig in late uh, was it late nineteen eighty or was it? I think it was yeah, because Adrian
1: was in it, wasn't he?
0: That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now, ironically, that not a lot of people know this that the venue exists, the building exists, but it's now. Uh, Pretty much, home to an evangelical Christian church who yep. who are in the building quite regularly. Yeah, which which, which, which which is I wonder if they know. I wonder if they know the history of the place with uh, with main... uh,
1: Chances are, chances are that there's that there's some kind of memorabilia up on the walls just to sort of show you know, what the the building was like. It, it, the one thing that always stood out with that place was the um, the artwork up above the stage. Um, it was like a like a terrace with figures, and the, uh, the terrace was always lit up with this sort of like uh, orangey glow, and, uh, and the towers at each each end, and um, it, it looked very very spectacular. Uh, Never actually climbed up there, but, uh, thank you. Um, yeah, never, never actually climbed up there, but, uh, of course, the riggers had to go up there because no? they had to get up there and drop the lines down for the rigging. But, um, yeah, go
0: cool. And the rainbow's quite close to, uh, was it Finsbury Park? Yeah, we we'll was yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. yeah. So Eddie's um, Lampost, the East rainbow, Park. they're all very close. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean the, the one end of Finsbury Park itself, you got the Rainbow Theatre, and the other end was Endymion Road, where the, uh, the house was fantastic. Mm. All right, another bit of trivia for Rainbow, please. Yeah, on, oh, we we touched on this before, but the the live video with the Eddie's at the end, and the mask on and the shine in the lights, Cobb was one of them, and Chris Lang as well. Oh, Chris. Yeah. So I actually got asked to do a, um, a commercial there for Mars Bars. Really? Uh, yeah, basically the old idea was that um, you've got three actors acting as rompies, um and they're there to set up a show. But we were actually asked to go in and set the equipment up and make it look like these three guys were doing all the work. And there was one tiny, tiny clip, right at the very end of the commercial, where you see the back of me carrying some lighting across the back of the stage. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. was that, was that when a Mars a day helps you work, rest and play? Remember that? Yeah. It was a yeah. tagline, wasn't it? And the funny thing was, that um, the way the wrapper uh, the, the was actually, sort of, yeah, like where you tear the wrapper, And they managed to do it in such a way that when when you tear it, it's still red, Mars, on the label. And it's like, eh? I I could never do that. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I actually saw that that commercial come out probably about three or four weeks later. And I only ever saw it the once. I have searched for it and searched for it and searched. I can't find it anywhere. So anyway, you're on YouTube, now. No, good. well, as I said, if anybody out there that, you know, can uh, point me in the direction, that would be uh, excellent. The, 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 the Daily Thompson A adverts on YouTube, is it with fans of the opera? Yeah, yeah, somewhere.
0: Are yes, you going to go eat a Mars bar in your honour, Lupe? <laughs>
1: see, what, nah, see, what I used to do is so I used to <laughs> eat all the chocolate. Off the top and down the sides, and then along the bottom, like, you've got that, that sort of nougat nugget, yeah. whatever it was. You used to eat that it so just, just left you with the uh, the toffee at the top, and you just rolled that up and just eat that in one. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: just totally dissected <laughs> the miles wrong back <laughs> in the day. Oh, <laughs> The house on that, the infamous house on the Isle of Dogs, 1984. Roffey House, Roffey House, yeah, yeah. two and minutes to midnight.
1: Was it? Yep. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's where they. they saying saying probably, <coughs> Bruce Lee, my um, was at Queen Mary College. College.
0: Queen yeah. Mary College, and so that's the scene. Um, oh, so that's right, that's the location where they filmed the, I suppose the conceptual part of the two minutes to midnight video with those yeah, with it, the mercenaries. The mercenaries, that's right, yeah. and they. Yeah. I don't know what they're plotting to do, but, um, you know, Bruce descri- <laughs> described, described as, as a, as a hole on the East end with cat piss on the walls and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. Uh, where would one go on the uh, Isle of Docks to
1: find uh, you? Of... You can find it if you go on the Gotham's light railway. Um, but I, well, the site obviously no longer exists. Um, but I couldn't tell you for the life of me which station you want to get off at. Um, well, the house exists, well, right? probably Canary Wharf, wouldn't it Canary Wharf? No, yeah, I think there's one more after that. From Canary yeah. Wharf, you used to go one, one stop to get off at of the London Arena. Yeah, that's East Greenwich, then. is it North Greenwich? No, no, no that's, that's, <laughs> the Lofton- that's that, where the two is, wasn't it? So it's before that, okay. isn't it? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, the side so, exists. The sorry,
1: um, so, so Dock, Dock, something like that. sorry, uh, Keys or something, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Ruffy House exists, doesn't
1: it? Um, I don't <laughs> know anymore. It's all we did. that Okay, all right.
0: All right. Clive's Memorial. Clive Burr's Memorial. Yes.
1: Church of Christ. Park or something. It's actually a children's park with gardens, but the memorial itself is um, it's a tiny, tiny little plaque against the tree, and it's beside one of the pathways, um, I believe, to the left of the park, and that's near Walsall Station. Yep. So if anyone wants to.
0: Pay their respects and lay some flowers down. Say a prayer. That, that's that's yeah, yeah. that's where we're going to find it. And um, moving right along now, uh, Paul, Docklands Canary Wharf. Uh, Canary Wharf, um, the scene of or the site of the uh, uh, filming of the "Be Quick or Be Dead" video in 1992. Tell yeah, us that's where it. we can go to find this site. Well, that is, that is now, that area is now all being redeveloped as exactly. Canary Wharf. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I don't think where the actual site of the video film is still there, but you would have to actually go to Canary Wharf itself, which yeah. uh, is on the Jubilee Line. Um, Jubilee when I've been, yeah. now, I've been on Jubilee Line for Waterloo. So, yeah, there's a bit of a rhetorical... that's, that's the site of
0: it. Yeah, it was a bit of a rhetorical question, because, because when if you look up Canary Wharf, you just see, like you said nice modern buildings and things like that yeah. so, so that that, tint, that sort of docking yard where they they film the video is really yeah. now just I think b- some of I'm going from memory I think some of Full Metal Jacket
1: was filmed there as well wow. I think Brick filmed that's some true. of the that's, yeah that's the, the old uh, that was around by uh, Victoria Docks Yeah. Uh, which is now um, that's but that London Excel Centre, that's it now. The other side of the dock, you've got uh, London City Airport. That's right, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Did, I did uh, John Michelle Jar there in 1988, I think it was. But the old site, the old uh, Tate and Lyle place and... You know, so, so, uh, tights, so I
0: cor- correct me if I'm wrong, is the O2 in Canary Wharf? No. No. no.
1: Outside of the river. Yeah,
0: it's North, North Greenwich, North Greenwich. Okay,
1: yeah. Stand correct. It's literally you, you could you could actually swim it from Canary Water, <laughs> to if you, if you dare. But yeah, you it's did. not. No, or it's you not.
0: could do the uh, the Emirates um, Camel Car. Camel Car, yeah, yeah. That was a cracking video and a even more cracking song, to be honest. But we're, we'll save that for another episode, I think. And, and look, that's um, that's the really, I've ticked off all the sites that we came up with. Um, and, and I think that is a, I mean, yeah, well, there's one more, there's Psalm West Studios in London where where they recorded um, Amalad and Dance of Death. Interesting, mm. they were the first albums to be recorded in on at home in, in the UK since, uh, since Fear of the yeah. Dark. Fear of the Dark, yeah. So, so there was X um, Factor. Oh, no, 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 you and oh I'm they sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, though. Yeah, that that era of the band yep. is is for some reason in my mind just is. Yeah, matter. no, oh, I thought it thought was, but then I thought, No, no you're absolutely right. You're absolutely Virtue right. And we Steve Ball, they? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. First first album yeah. to be recorded in the UK since um you know the 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 Blaze era really. So there, there was um, interesting. They had a long period of time where they were recording in the Bahamas, and the Netherlands, and Germany, all for sort of tax reasons. Um, and yet they came back nineteen ninety ninety two and right through the nineties, actually recording in the UK. Mm. Then, then it was Paris. Then it was somewhere, West. So um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, look, that's all I've got. That's that's. I think we've ticked off and gone through every site. Is there any other ones you guys um, want to got some more
1: mentions we could put in there Shepherds Bush Empire yeah
0: do you want to talk about
1: 2000 well, 2001 they did shows there for the warm up for the Brave New World South American shows and obviously Rocking Rio which is, oh, we've, all put, we've all got on DVD. <laughs> but, but yeah, I went to them they were fan club shows and they actually played uh, Fallen Angel and the uh, yeah. that Mm. In two thousand one, um, the other ones I've got on my list are Queen Mary College, oh, where right. they played in eighty eight, in Charlotte and the Harlots.
0: Of course, and Queen Mary College,
1: Co- Paul Donington.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Couldn't yeah. get ticket for that. I tried, couldn't get one.
0: Which one, Paul? Had
1: for Charlotte and the Harlots
0: in yeah, eighty eight. Queen Mary College
1: in eighty eight. I remember seeing the advert in Kerrang. Um, for the, for the show and as soon as you saw it you knew who it was um, but couldn't get a ticket for that also yeah. I've got on my list oh you would have been there Luca yeah, yeah. I've also got Brixton Academy yeah. well, we, we sort of touched on Brixton earlier but they played there ninety five ninety eight 2002 2007 yeah. yeah went to those shows Earl's um, Court cool. Great New World, Dance of Death, and Matter of Life and Death, uh, which, Earl's Court's no longer there. It's uh, been knocked lot I mean, Yeah, huge building. Absolutely yeah. huge. It was. I remember going to have to the rules for of those. Yeah. With Floyd.
0: Um, yeah, uh, a a thing, there. yeah. Did you guys prefer seeing Maiden at Earl's Court or at the O2? Uh, yeah, the 2 for me. Mm. I never saw Earl's Court, so again,
1: uh, yeah, the yeah, I, the old yeah. I was at in the infamous Matter of Life and Death show where they had the power cut and they started playing football on stage. <laughs> I mean, that was a Friday night. I went to that one. And that was 2006. Yeah. Then we go now to the 02, where they played since 2011. I think it was the first show yeah. there, which is their, their London show now, isn't it? It's, it, that's
0: is. Where they got. it is. That's the yeah. modern. Modern equivalent to Hammersmith I suppose it, for one of you know, so to speak. It's yeah, it's their homecoming and um
1: Well, it used to be used to be Wembley, didn't it? Wembley Arena was the one. They played, started playing in 80, 88 80, 80, the first Wembley, I saw a few shows at Wembley Arena, but now they just, they don't play there, they just play the O two. Well, the thing you think about the capacity I and mean, capacity of Wembley Arena is around about 12,000 Whereas the other two is 20, so was, <laughs> yeah over,
0: yeah, and it's no and it's quite quite strange to think about this, but they were playing Wembley Arena in 1988 at the peak of their powers. You'd think you thought they were the biggest band in the world, and they were then. But now they're playing an arena which dwarfs when, when, uh, Wembley Arena, and yeah. they're even bigger than they were in 1988 on a global scale. So. Yeah, 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 it's it's amazing. No, it is a it is a magnificent venue. The O2, magnificent. Yeah, excellent. I, love it. I think it's great. I've seen yeah, those yeah. bands there. And probably it's one of my Good f- Yeah, yeah, probably one of my favourite Maiden shows was two thousand eighteen night yeah. two. Was at the O2. Was just yeah. I was at nights. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Fantastic. Let's hope we. Yeah, the last one ready. on my list. Quickly. Hmm. Oh, yes.
1: 2008, only UK show on that tour. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't a bad show, actually. Oh, I thought that was really good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I've heard like... people moan about it, saying, oh, the sounds, this, this, but for me, I thought it was a really good show. Every band that was on that day sounded good. So yeah. I thought it was a great show. Yeah,
0: 2008. Yeah, that, hey, that's Well, what
1: we call Exactly. Everybody's got
0: everything. There will always be people that will complain about everything and anything. You just can't please everybody all the time. So, but I think what we've um, what we've demonstrated in, you know, in the last sort of hour and twenty minutes is that this city is littered with, um, you know, sites. Yeah. there' was another thing you did um they only
1: did it the once uh the Clarendon, Clarendon Hotel at hansmith what happened there made and played there that was around about nineteen the late79 hmm. they only did it the once um, um and again like at the time it was quite a big venue so it would have been like another sort of step up It's probably about twice the size of the rusky. Mm. Was it, wasn't there, what was the place in, was it Hammersmith where Rod was coming down to see him and Paul got arrested? Swan. That, that was the Hammersmith, swan, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the yeah. yeah. um, Hammersmith, well, it's, it's a big one way system, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is, yeah. The swan was there, he's still there actually. Is that when Paul oh, had was, the knife? You go around the one way system towards Shepherd's Bush, can't you? And they come back around yeah. on yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Is that when Paul Deano had that pocket knife? Yeah, he'd literally come, come from work and had the knife on him. But wouldn't it be concealed? What, what was he doing? What was he doing? was he Wielding around, was he? I, I really don't know what happened. I think the police I mean, he sort of looked, took it out of his pocket and looked
1: at it and go, Oh, shit. <laughs> As the police turned up, you know, it's um,
0: all we knew next was that he, he was gone. The police had him. He was excellent excellent now look it's, um i enjoyed this chat i think we've we've demonstrated in uh, you know the last sort of hour and 20 minutes that this city is just jam packed studded with uh, significant uh, landmarks that that effectively tell the history of the band from inception mm. to yeah. the modern the current modern era and it's it's um it's wonderful so um, you know i think watching this back somebody would could even use it as a guide to doing an Iron Maiden. We
1: we way. probably missed some as well, haven't we? That's, that's the thing. Yeah. God, I just actually yeah. Remember, yeah. I don't know. I the top of my head. We missed any, any of the We've early done. stuff. I don't know about any diaries, but, um, the, the infamous photo shoot.
0: <laughs> Sorry, you um, broke up. Say that again.
1: There was an infamous photo shoot that they did in the London Dungeon.
0: Oh, Yes.
1: Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But, uh, London switch, that right. just came into my head. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, that's right. Where, where was that, Paul? Uh, oh, sorry, you said that the London
1: was, dungeon. Uh, yeah, the London dungeon. That was then, I think, was London Bridge area, wasn't it? Just so Tower Tower it, Bridge, It's, isn't it's, it, it's it, next it's to the London Bridge station. Yeah. I think I thought it. Yeah, it was. Someone told me it moved now to South Bank, but I might be wrong. <laughs> In those days, it was two D Yeah, it was yeah. definitely too D
0: yeah. So, course, but that I'm was another one the, yeah, of so The just going back to going back Hammersmith. We've all seen the picture of the venue in '86 with that huge cyborg Eddie. Yeah. Where is? I wonder where that structure is. I wonder where that it is. It's not at Rasmus.
1: I was, was gonna say, say probably Rasmus. No,
0: racism. no, Rasm- no this is this is huge. Yeah. I don't know how Rasmus gonna carry it in his house, but, but where is that? I think I would I was, to I was
1: just, just wondering. I mean I've, I've seen a lot of stuff in their warehouse. But um, I can't remember seeing that. I don't know. That, that's, what, love there's, there's, there's there's also a video online of uh, Keith and Keith called being interviewed outside. That's sh- one of those shows, and um, I can't remember who did it, but it's, it's definitely on YouTube. Definitely. And that was at the somewhere in time, Hammersmith shows. Yeah,
0: if you can find that, let us know. And the only other one we spoke about, Loopy, was uh, that uh, that kid that won that contest. <laughs> remember, that was Jim, no, that was Jim Fix It, wasn't it? That's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was in yeah. Nirobi, which
1: is Dom, now he's Dom Lawson, Dom he's Lawson a that's right, yeah, music journalist, isn't it? He? Yeah, yes, he's, he's he reviewed is, a few yeah. of the albums and done. Uh, tour programme notes as well, isn't it? For the band now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: yeah
1: that was 86, wasn't it? That was yes. what, also what, when they did the charity shows as well, didn't they, with Bad News? Yeah,
0: the 86. Well, NSPC? Or... NSC, NSPCC, NSPCC. NSPCC. Yeah. And, NS, yeah. and they were raising money for children. Uh, no, children's, children's, children's charity, charity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, NSBCC
1: is the National Society Protecting Children?
0: Children, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah. t shirt at that t shirt that was event specific t shirt that was released at the for that show only. Was yeah, a, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, Yeah, said something along the lines of "I, I made money, money to see I made bad news." Yeah, and on yeah. the back in big letters, "I am an idiot." That's <laughs> 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 uh, brilliant. I love it. I love it. Well, good, 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 and that is London. That is London. The Iron Maiden tour of London. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. Anyone want to add anything else before we say goodbye?
1: Um, yeah. Say um, if we miss anything, leave a comment. Absolutely. At, and we'll, we'll pick it up somewhere else.
0: Yeah, which a lot of viewers yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Would we, yeah. yeah. some yeah. subscribe? Yeah. Like video subscribe. Like, share, comment, and hit the bell icon for all notifications.
0: Yeah, subscribe yeah. and like so we can do more of these shows effectively, basically. Yeah. It, it yeah. really yeah. helps. But um, no, the viewers are great. The viewers actually do sometimes leave comments which clarify things that we've missed or mistakes that we've made. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. So, um, all right, gentlemen, uh, as we like to say at the end of each episode, we will see you for the next one. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All right. Bye. Take care. So, Have yeah, a safe yeah. and thank wonderful new year. Again, yeah, new this episode soon, will come yeah. out when you know New Year's Eve has already happened. So, everyone, look after yourselves. Enjoy it, and let's hope. uh let's, the fireworks. Yes, let's hope next year is twenty twenty two is a little bit more civil, shall we? So, yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Take care, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Yes, thank you. Bye. 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 bye.